All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to the Jason Greger Show presented by PlayAlberta.ca. If you gamble, use your game sense. Stay within your limit. Go to gamesense.ab.ca and learn more. And uh, obviously, Owen, uh, Dallas is feeling pretty good about themselves. Uh, they went and spanked Nashville 9-2 to last night. Uh, they lead the league in goals. They have seven guys with 17 goals or more already, which is most in the NHL by a significant margin. Edmonton is tied uh, with a few other teams at four. So, uh, you know, this offense of the Stars, man, they can be, their power play is good, but they got really good balance. Do you see, like, is there any addition the Stars would like to make before the trade deadline? Well, Jason, thanks for having me. And I don't know about calling me the big guest of the day, but I'll try to fill those shoes as best I can. But yeah, to answer your question, I think the talking point that we've had for a big chunk of this season so far is the depth on the blue line. Now, the Stars had an injury last night as Nils Lundqvist took a check to the face early in the first period. Uh, Pete DeBoer said this morning that he doesn't want to officially call it a concussion, but if you read between the lines, it's a head injury. He called it upper body, and it doesn't look particularly good for Nils, who is getting some time and playing pretty well as one of the young guys they're trying to bring along. But that being said, Dallas has really felt that they are always in search for defensive depth. I think almost any team in the NHL will say that you can't have too many defensemen. Jim Nil has always added a blue liner if he can when the team has a shot. This team really does have a shot to contend for a cup, and – as much as I like what they have right now, one of the things I've talked about on our show is the need for another right shot defenseman. Uh, I would love to see Miro Haskinen playing on his left because as on his strong side, that's only going to make one of the best defensemen in the league better. He's good enough that he can play on the right and that's not that big of a problem for him. 
uh, again, that's ideal world where you want a lefty-righty combo for all three pairings. Thomas Harley has emerged at this year as a much more dangerous player and more, bigger minute player than he was even at the when he came up last year right before the playoffs. So Harley and Haskinen have been a pretty solid pairing since they've been put together here in the last month or so, maybe a little less because Miro was hurt for a while. So that, to me, sort of changes what I think. I first thought it has to be a right shot D that plays on the top pairing with Miro. That's how you make yourself better. But really, it's a top four defenseman in my eye. And right shot would be ideal because they have enough lefts as it is. But it doesn't have to be a top pairing. It could be a second pairing guy because they have Essel Lindell. He's playing with Yanni Hockenpah. But if you force Hockenpah down a spot, that just makes the overall depth bigger. So that's my long-winded way of saying defensive depth. Defensive depth. All right, like, yeah, because it doesn't look like they need a lot of uh, offensive help by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, you look at that division, and it's kind of similar to the uh, Pacific Division. There's three top teams. The uh, The race for first is massive because you, if you're Dallas, you get to avoid Colorado and Winnipeg in round one, just like Colorado can avoid Dallas. Like, you know, I, I don't know if any of these teams really kind of want to take their foot off the gas down the stretch here because, it, you know, not that – there's a not that you will just breeze through the wild card, but I'd much rather take my chances on L.A. or Nashville or Minnesota, whoever gets in, rather than having to take on uh, Winnipeg or Colorado in round one. You're completely right. It would be great from a central division standpoint if the Avalanche and the Jets just beat each other up for seven games. And if you can get through your wild card game, you get to pick up the scraps and see what how much they have left in the tank. One of the things that was a big deal for Dallas last year in the playoffs was they had home ice for the second round against the Seattle Kraken, and they needed that seventh game. They beat them. They were at home. I remember DeBoer saying to us at the time, you know, we've earned home ice, and that's why we get it for a seventh game. If you play Colorado, if you play Winnipeg, although Winnipeg's fallen off a little bit lately, they're still a good team. I just think that that extra home game is really important. Now, the Stars will argue that they have one of the best road records in the league this year, and that's not as big a concern to them. But come on, we all know that having home ice is a thing, especially in the playoffs, and you'd rather play in front of 20,000 screaming fans cheering for you than yelling at you. So you're absolutely right. I think one of the big things for that's good for all of the teams you mentioned, whether it's Vancouver the, the three teams fighting for first in the central, you take your foot off the gas, you'll be in third place. And now you don't even have home ice for the first round. So that's an incentive to try to keep getting better. And for the stars, yes, they demolished Nashville last night. I think Nashville also played one of their worst games. So it was sort of a, a confluence of two issues going the other way, but the stars haven't really claimed that they've played their best hockey of the season. They just keep piling up results, which is a good thing, but they feel they have more to give. And maybe opponents think that's a scary proposition, but at the, the for the stars, they keep thinking that they have th things that they can get better at. And that's the other motivation besides just trying to fin finish first in the division. I, I look at Dallas and not that they snuck up on anybody, but you know, everybody talked about Colorado, of course, cause you got Nathan McKinnon and you got Hellebuck. Who's probably the, uh, the Vesna trophy. It's, it's kind of funny in a sense, like Dallas has been very good all year long. And, uh, and they're, they're probably the best team top to bottom. I would say in the, in the central division, right? Like Jake Ottinger, when he's on is obviously very good, but he was injured. So he's not going to be in the Vesna trophy conversation. Uh, they don't have a Nathan McKinnon offensively. 
but they have the best rounded uh you know offensive team uh in the in that division um do you like do they use that as motivation you sense at all that you know there's everybody's no nobody's not many people are really talking about dallas despite the fact that uh here they are and, and they're uh you know they're they're closing in on vancouver for first in the west well it's funny because i i don't want to sound like the redheaded stepchild in dallas but the mavericks weren't very good for a while this year made a couple trades at the deadline in the NBA. They've won six in a row, and now the, the, the town is abuzz with the Mavericks sort of having a chance to be maybe even in the regular playoff spots, not the play-in round in the NBA. The Stars are legitimately Stanley Cup contenders, and the talk is a little quiet. And maybe it's because Dallas went to the conference final last year, so everybody around here – look, there's plenty of Stars fans. The building's full every night. That's not the problem. But this is Dallas Cowboys country. The Cowboys just bowed out, as we all saw against the Green Bay Packers, and now there's sort of that fight for, well, the, the World Series champion Texas Rangers are getting ready to start spring trading. You've got the Mavs showing some signs of life. Oh, over here in the corner is this first-place hockey team playing pretty well. I, I agree with your assessment, Jason, with the fact that the Stars are, I think, the most well-rounded team, especially up front. Uh, they they have this little motto that they were trying to keep quiet, but it was inside the entryway of the dressing room. So it was hard to early in the season, everybody picked up on it, which was essentially a little less for a lot more. And the, the inference behind that is asking some of their big players to take a little less, whether it's maybe a little less in the point sheet. Maybe you're not leading the league in scoring like you might've last year. Maybe your ice time is a little less, but the team is going to go farther and top to bottom, the four lines, I would argue are as balanced as any in the league. And going back to our discussion about trade deadline, uh, you know, targets, nobody in, around here is thinking forwards because not only do the stars have 13 very good forwards on the roster, although Evgeny Dodonov is going to be out for the next, we hear somewhere about four to six weeks because of the lower body fracture he just suffered in Montreal. They also have some really high-end prospects down in the AHL with the Texas Stars, led by Maverick Bork and Logan Stankoven, who have been top scorers in the AHL this year. So even if they do have injuries, which the Stars knock on would have been really fortunate to be healthy, they've only used 20 skaters this year, which I know a lot of teams are jealous of that. If they need forward depth, they have it in, in-house in the system. So that's why, going back to that earlier comment, more so about adding a, a blue liner is because they have already the extra pieces if they need a forward. And frankly, some fans here in Dallas have been clamoring for Stan Coven or Bork to get called up and get a look. Yeah. But Ty Delandry has been fighting for ice time and just in and out of the lineup this year. He's gotten a chance to play a little bit more the last couple of games. He scored last night. He was great against the Hurricanes. And frankly, he deserves to get a shot. Maybe the most overlooked player, although it's it's starting to to garner attention. Uh, everybody talks about Miro Heiskanen, and rightfully so. He's an excellent defender. But uh, Thomas Harley, who is a dual citizen but actually represents Canada on the national stage, um, he's having a hell of a year on the back end. He's six foot four, two hundred five pounds. He's got thirteen goals uh, already for uh, for Dallas. Eleven of them coming at uh, at even strength. Only one in the power play. So it's not like he's a, a guy who's you know he doesn't really play in the first unit power play. Um, no. Harley has he's got thirty one points. He, he's one point uh, back of uh, of Miro Heiskanen, and you know Heiskanen's on the first unit power play. Like he has been really really good uh, for Dallas. Uh, 
are they like he's 22 are they surprised he's taken this big of a step this quickly i think the big surprise happened last year because he went to training camp for the 22-23 season and frankly he wasn't good enough to make the roster and that doesn't mean he wasn't good enough player he didn't play well enough and it was Pete DeVore's first camp as head coach of the Stars. And we were talking to him the other day about Harley. And he, he said, honestly, I didn't think much of him. I wasn't that impressed with what he did in that camp. He went down to the Texas Stars. And we we're talking about injury uh, sort of luck for Dallas and not having a lot of guys hurt this year. Last year was the same thing. The blue line especially, they didn't have – the kind of long-term injuries that would have necessitated a call-up of a guy like Harley from the AHL. So rather than going up and down and and riding that sort of emotional roller coaster of NHL, AHL for a bunch of months, he was there for 60-something games. And he, when he finally got called up, it was late in the regular season, and he he just jumped in and looked like a completely different player. We've seen in the past under Rick Bonus when he was here, uh, that Harley had the offensive skills. But his defensive game, especially the angles he took, the way he played, he just said, honestly, at the beginning of this year, I said, what was different? He goes, I grew up. And what he meant was he learned a lot of things about the maturity required to play defense in the NHL level that he just didn't have in his game. Now, he's still really young. He's in his early 20s. But he has looked a completely different player. And this year it's just been sort of ramping up to that next step. He's shooting more. He's, he's always been a very composed, very confident player, but he looks like he has a little bit more of that swagger in his game. Uh, and you mentioned the power play. He wasn't even getting second power play time at the beginning of the year. And Nils Lundqvist was the de facto number two quarterback behind Miro Haskin. And lately Nils, of course, before the injury last night, has not been that guy. It's been Harley, and it's because of how well he's played. So he's really earned the time he's gotten and added to that. But what's really amazing is he started the year playing on the third defensive pairing, and because he's been just continuing to gain more traction, he eventually got moved up to play with Haskin. And in that pairing, I'll tell you, they move the puck incredibly well. They both skate as fluidly as you'll see. Obviously, Haskin and skating is unbelievable. But they both have that great first pass and vision and I, I think they're a nightmare for other teams to try to forecheck them because you blink and they're out of their zone. Yeah, no, they're fast. Oh, their defense moves the puck uh, incredibly well. And, you know, I'm looking at their stats right now in a lot of different categories. And you just it, like it's hard to find any, any sort of glaring weakness on the uh, on the stars. Um, you know, last night they pounded uh, Nashville uh, nine to two. Pretty convincing uh, victory. I'm looking up and down the roster and, you know, like they're t- which line. I, this might be a tough question. But, like, the Robertson-Hintz-Pavelski uh, line's clearly good. But, man, the Marchman-Duchesne-Tyler-Sagan line, like, Matt Duchesne has been everything. Like, I thought he'd be a really good value. I didn't think he'd be this good. But he has worked out exactly how Dallas wanted for $3 bucks after the uh, the buyout. Like, how how close is the internal competition on those top two lines, On you know, on, on who's, you know, getting, you know, more ice time, PP unit, all that stuff? Uh, Pete likes to rotate his lines. He likes to roll all four. Last night, obviously, he was – able to do that without really having to think too much about it. There are times where they match up certain groups. It's not completely just next guy up all the time. But the the argument about who's the top line with Dallas is a, is a fun one because I think ceiling-wise, it's the line we call the Avengers line, Robertson, Hintz, Pavelski. 
they were unbeatable last year. They were one of the best lines in hockey, actually the last two years. This year, they've regressed a little bit, and it's not that they haven't played well. It's just that there have been nights where they haven't necessarily been as incredibly dominant. Okay. However, then the Stars can roll out the Matt Duchesne, Mason Marchman, and Tyler Sagan line, then hit them with Wyatt Johnson line with Jamie Benn, and it was Evgeny Dodonov before his injury, tied to Landry's deputized. And then you have Sam Steele, Foxa, and, and Craig Smith. That's, that's a pretty good balance. The thing about Duchesne that's really something, and I, uh, one of the Stars front office executives said this, and I really liked it, is that we thought we were getting Matt Duchesne at, at a bargain. We didn't realize we were getting three players at a bargain because of what he's done to elevate the game of both Tyler Sagan and Mason Marchment. And the three of them have enjoyed an incredible year. And, you know, you talk about Nashville last night. The Stars put up nine, and the top line, the, the robertson hens Pavelski line, they were involved, but not nearly like the other three. And that's a really big luxury to have because most nights when you're putting up that kind of offense and the fourth line is the one that's that's getting it done early, that's a really big luxury to have. Yeah, well, the one other big luxury that they've had in Dallas, you mentioned it, is just the health, right? Uh, 12 forwards uh, have all played 46 games or more, right, uh, up to 54. And, uh, you know, so Ty Delandre, now he's going to get in because Dad and off is out. So that, that'll get his his games played up. But they, they've been an incredibly uh, healthy team up front. Uh, you, you talk about uh, their blue line. And, you know, they, they got right now like two, well, two really good offensive defense. But then you got Lindell and Yanni Hockenpah, who's a, who's a beast to play against. Um, but uh, now Miro Heiskanen's missed a few times. You mentioned uh, Nils Lundqvist is out. In an ideal world, do they want to write? Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Or left defenseman. I mean, my ideal world, right, because losing Nils doesn't help. Lundquist is one of two right shot D in their NHL roster right now. So now they have one. Now, Joel Hanley is our, our super seventh. 
he has that superpower, which is he can be out one game or 15 games and come in and play as if he hasn't missed a beat, which is really hard to do. And he can play on his right side. And so he'll probably start tomorrow with Ryan Suter on his left. Uh, and, and look, Yanni Hockenpah is a beast. I really like him. I think he and, and Essa Lindell have been great as the top penalty-killing pair. And I still think that if you had Yanni in your third pairing, it makes your team better. Now, you're looking for for Lundqvist to, to continue to develop. Maybe he supplants him in time. But, I mean, I'll go back to it. Right shot would help just give you a little bit more balance. Maybe you could even have three lefty-righty pairs uh, but look, the, the Stars game isn't without its warts. They, they're a great team, and I'm not going to try to to sandbag that at all. They've been really, really good. But they have gone through waves, as most teams do, where certain parts of their game have struggled. There was a time where they seemed to have a little trouble getting interior against a layered defensive team. Uh, teams like Vegas that that put just wave after wave of guys in front of their net. They weren't getting inside. And that was, again, a small period of time, but still one that was an issue. Their penalty kill, which was for the first couple of months the best in the league, went through a nearly two-month stretch where they were like the 30th in the league and just leaking power play goals against. Pete DeBoer said to us when we were – I mean, they, they've been perfect the last two games. He said, just like when our power play struggled early in the year, I believe in the the, the players that we have, they'll get it figured out again. Well, at the beginning of the season, the power play was awful. And then after a few weeks, it got better and they figured some things out. He was right. And he said, <laughs> with no lack of, of satisfaction, maybe the media should listen to me. And so he said the same thing about the penalty kill. Mm-hmm. And we'll see. They're five for five in the last two games. That's a start. But they've been kind of leaky for the better part of 15 games. And that's a long stretch of time. Owen, oh, really appreciate the rundown, man. Enjoy the afternoon game tomorrow. Thanks, Jason. Appreciate you having me. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.